What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Thread the Needle Podcast, Episode 7. I am your host, Jared Kelly. I'm also brought by my side, my co-host, Sean Bruner. How are we feeling for tomorrow for the Phillies? I'm ready to hear that bell ring, Sean. I cannot wait to see us play, man. I'm stoked, man. Excited, ready for baseball to be back. Phillies kick off their regular season tomorrow home at Citizens Bank Park. 305 game versus the Oakland Athletics. Two righties on the mound. In this one, Frank Montez on the mound. Ma- on the mound for the Oakland Athletics and for the Philadelphia Phillies. Aaron Nola is on the mound. Nola ready to start his fifth straight opening day with the Phillies. This team is solid, and uh, it has a legitimate chance at something special. I don't know if the Braves and the Mets are the favorites. I mean, I think a lot of people are sleeping (laughs) on the Phillies, dude. Yeah, they are, dude. They always sleep on the Phillies. I think Aaron Nola is going to come out with a tremendous fastball tomorrow. Oh, yeah, dude. His fastball has been looking amazing. Yeah, I think his fastball is going to be phenomenal tomorrow. Can't forget about Frankie, though. He is a good pitcher. Yeah, he is a really great pitcher. So, I mean, the Phillies do have to connect. They have a great, solid lineup, and this is what they – Got their lineup for just to hit bombs and to get a lot of runs. Sean, I want to be honest with you. I expect Bryce probably hit like two to three bombs tomorrow. Oh, you already know. Bryce is looking for a back-to-back MVP <laughs> year. I mean, dude, I could see it. I mean, eight home runs in the spring, 14 RBIs, 400 batting average. My dude, God. Dude, I could see it. Harper's looking for that back-to-back MVP, and he's got help now. So He does have help. Very special for Harper to go uh, for a back-to-back MVP season. Think Schorber's going to have bond tomorrow? Schorber? I don't know. I could definitely see a Castellanos bomb. Castellanos bomb tomorrow. I think yeah. he. Hit, I think Schwarber hit the bomb on Saturday. Let's kind of do our predictions for who's going to hit a bomb tomorrow. So we already got Castellanos. We got Bryce. I think honestly, it, it's up in the air whether it's going to be JT or Reese. But I think either one of them are going to hit a bomb tomorrow. I think either that or like a triple. I think between them two, I think Reese has a chance. Reese opening day. Yeah. You know he likes to hit bombs. He's that coming grand, back for vengeance. That grand slam the one year, dude. Oh my. Gosh. Yeah, we're looking so solid, dude. I love the Phillies. Like we said on the previous episode on our podcast, we have such high expectations for the Phillies this year. I think we can get it done. Bryce has the help now, you know, with the pieces we required for him to help him out. I think we can get it done this year, Sean. You know, and Bryson Stott and Mickey Moniak both making the team is really going to help the Phillies. I mean, I like the idea of having Bryson Stott at third base, him and Boom switch out every now and then. I think Stott's the guy that you have to go to, though. And then having Mickey Moniak... As your starting center fielder, I think is very, very good with Oduble being out. Uh, he's been playing great this spring. He's proven a lot of people wrong. And I think both of them have a great shot at um, helping the Phillies have great success this year. For sure, Sean. And I know we talked about this before. I think ultimately our big deficit, what we're really going to have to turn around and really focus on is going to be our pitching. We need our pitch. We're going to have to really rely on our pitching to step up this year because we got. You know, with the pieces we made to help out Bryce, we got such good offensive talent on the Phillies now. You know, now, now we just rely a lot on the pitching. How do you think Zach Wheeler is going to be this year? Well, as long as Zach Wheeler stays healthy, I think he can have a great breakout season like he did last year. Absolutely. He's definitely going to be a top three in the Cy Young contention, I believe. He's going to have a great season. He's just that guy. He's a great pitcher, and he had a phenomenal season last year. For he, sure. He led the Phillies in pitching, so... Um, I think he has a great year. Um, as long as he can stay healthy, I think that um, it's a great year for the Phillies and it's a great year for Zach Wheeler. I completely agree with you, Sean. And, dude, listen, I cannot – well, I'm sure you could hear it in the tones of our voice. We are so excited for Phillies dude, tomorrow, man. Dude, I, I wish it hear, was tomorrow, dude. I wish it was tomorrow. I know. I want to hear that 
bell ring, dude. I, I am so excited to see the Phillies play tomorrow, man. Yeah, and with their pitching, I mean, their pitching's their pitching. I mean, I think they have some great, solid starters. Zach Wheeler, Zach Eflin, Aaron Nola. They're, they do. They're great, solid starters. And they're getting some bullpen um, help back with Sir Anthony Dominguez coming in. Um, he's He's been having a great spring, and having him back is going to help because – he was a really solid pitcher, but injuries have been affecting him the last two seasons, and he hasn't been able to play for us. For sure. So I know we're on the topic about talking about Phillies, about talking about baseball. So some of the games that are popping off tonight on opening day, it is opening day for baseball. So let's kind of shift our focus over to some predictions for tonight. Throw some, uh, throw some questions at me for some of the games that are popping off tonight, Sean. Milwaukee Brewers and the Chicago Cubs. Milwaukee's the favorite in this game. I think Milwaukee's the better team. They picked up Andrew McCutcheon this offseason. Great pickup. Great pickup for them. You have Corbin Burns starting for them, too, obviously. A great pitcher. Great and, pitcher. Um, Chicago has Kyle Hendricks, who is also, uh, a, he was also a pretty good. He's good, he's but he okay. was kind of rocky last year, yeah, man. Yeah, I had him on yeah, fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Like, his wit, like I, I don't know. Sometimes he's he, he's a little, he, he's kind of. 14, 14 and 7 last year, he had a 4.77 ERA, which is not very very good for a starting pitcher. Yeah. 4.7. Yeah, he's kind of rocky sometimes when he's on the mound. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, only 131 Ks, too. I think Milwaukee gets this one done. This is a 230 game, 220 game, I should say. 220 Eastern time. <laughs> I'm gonna take Milwaukee on this one. I would one, take man. Milwaukee. Just, I, they have Milwaukee's a better team. Wong, Yelich, McCutcheon, Lorenzo Cain. I mean, they have a they have a pretty solid lineup, but um, it is definitely a better lineup than Chicago's. Yeah, absolutely. I'm taking Milwaukee on on this one. They're they're just a better team. All right. So how about a little in division game here? Okay. Little Mets versus Washington. Who? Patrick Corbin is the starter for Washington, and Tyler Megill is the starting pitcher for the New York Mets. They have Jacob DeGrom, who is hurt right now. He is hurt. He's day-to-day, and Noah Syndergaard is not with the team anymore. He's in L.A., and Max Scherzer is also out. So they got to stick with this starter. Their lineup is pretty solid, as you already know. They're So they have a solid lineup with Pete Alonzo, Francisco Lindor. I mean, they have a great lineup and the Mets are obviously the better team over Washington I would take the New York Mets in this Sean yeah I think I'm gonna agree with you I'm gonna take the Mets on this one the Red Sox and Yankees that got postponed along with the Mariners and the Minnesota Twins so another pretty solid game tonight we have the Guardians against the Royals the new the new not the Cleveland Indians anymore the Cleveland Guardians (laughs) I saw that your boy is on the team, Jose Ramirez. I think he's going to have a big game tonight, and you know my I'm leaning the Guardians. I'm taking the Guardians tonight. What do you expect from Jose Ramirez? I mean, a great, great season last year. Great season. Yeah, I mean, phenomenal so season So what are you expecting year. from Jose Ramirez this year? Sean, well, I'm expecting a lot of stole bases. I'm expecting at least like 35 to 40 bombs and probably at least, at least 110 to 120 runs. And like I said, I expect for him to have a lot of stole bases. That's what he does. He had 27 last year. But tonight, I expect I, – I want him to come out with a bomb tonight. And I want him to come out with at least a stolen base tonight. And, you know, maybe maybe have a nice play. Maybe get a double in there, too, or a triple. I see you. I see you. All right. He just well, signed that big contract, too. He did, Sorry, he not did just sign that big contract. Yeah, five-year. Yeah. I think it was 140, something like that. It was $124 million. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big deal for him. Um, he's, he's getting that bag, so yeah, he's going to produce tonight, man. 
he's, dude, he's been producing the last couple of years. He's been a solid, solid piece for the, the Guardians. The Guardians, yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll go to one more game here. We have the Los Angeles Angels. Okay. Going up against the not World Series champion, but World Series contender from last year, the Houston Astros. Mm. Mike Trout's back. Yeah, I'm taking Los Angeles on this. Shohei Itani is on the mound for LA. LA. I would also take the Los Angeles Angels in this game. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm taking the Angels on this game. With Mike Trout back, you know, oh. I, I expect a big year. Oh, big but on the injury year. reporter has Mike Trout. Mm. But it says day-to-day. Is yeah, that just, does I saw, that just mean he's coming back? Yeah, because I saw he had a stomach bug, but I believe he was coming back. Yeah, he's probably just coming back. Yeah, because he missed a game in spring training. So, I would probably take the Los Angeles Angels on this. Uh, they have such a better – actually, I wouldn't say they have such a better team. But I think Shohei Itani is going to shut down um, the Astros. He's amazing, dude. Losing Carlos Correa is something huge for them, too. He yeah. went to Minnesota. Astros, obviously, are still going to be contenders. Easy. I'm taking the Angels in this one though, just because Shohei Itani's pitching and he's been, dude, he's been phenomenal, he's man. He's been phenomenal. So I'm gonna take the Angels in this one. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Angels too. I'm agreeing with you, Sean. And Otani's been such a phenomenal talent, man. He's he's so good and he's so good to watch, man. He's so good. So going back to the Phillies real quick, let's hear a little prediction for tomorrow's game. What's that score that you? What's the score? What's the score what, looking like? What do you like think the final score is Oakland? looking? Oakland. I'm gonna say we win the game uh, nine to four. Nine to four. Nine to four. I say that the Phillies win eight to two. Eight to two. Eight okay. to two. I okay. got eight to two. I think Nola has a great game, great opening day. I think Harper hits a bomb. I think Castellanos hits the bomb. Possibly Reese hits a bomb. Okay. And I think all of our players produce. I don't think anybody has a really bad game. And I think, I think the Phillies come out with that opening day. Win. They usually win on opening day, so I, I like to see it again. Yeah, we're, you know, for sure. We're so excited. We're ready to hear that bell ring, baby. And, Sean, I just want to pop this question to you real quick. How many strikeouts do you think Aaron Nola gets tomorrow? Nine strikeouts for my guy. Nine? Nola. Nine for nine Nola. Nine strikeouts? Okay, nine, okay. Yeah. He's playing it high, playing it high. He's got to uh, – I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm backing you up. I think he has at least – I'm going to say not nine. I'm going to say at least seven. Seven? Seven strikeouts tomorrow. All yeah. Right. yeah. De- definitely high balling it, but I understand. You got a I'm lot of definitely high balling too, but I mean, I just think Nola has such a. I think he's just improved so much this year. Like he he's, has. He's turned back into that 2018 Nola, I hope. <laughs> that would be great for our team. So yeah, I think yeah we all has, want that. Yeah, so I think he just has a great solid. I mean, he could definitely have a case for Cy Young this year, maybe. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Never so, know. Yeah, never know. Never know, Sean. Definitely up in the air. So let's kind of go over to the NBA last night. There was. How many games? There was one, two, three, four, five, six. So we had six games pop off last night. Let's go over to the first one. The Washington Wizards played the Atlanta Hawks. You already know I'm leaning towards this one. The Atlanta Hawks beat the Washington Wizards 118 to 103. I know it was a huge night from Ice Trey. He had always a huge night from him. Yeah, he's got ice in the veins, man. He had 30 points and 11 assists. Way to notch that double double. Good game from Gallinari. He had 26 points and 10 rebounds and notch that double double. I mean. Huge contributors on Atlanta's end. And then Christoph Przingis had 26 points and 18 boards. Did not that double-double. Man, he was our leading scorer last night. The Unicorn? Oh, my God. He had 18 rebounds? My gosh, man. He's just eating on the Wizards. 
what did you think about last night against the Washington Wizards and Atlanta Hawks, Sean? The Atlanta Hawks, they're still in that. They already clinched a playoff berth. Well, a play-in tournament. Yeah. They already clinched it. As of right now, they will be going up against the Charlotte Hornets. That's probably the team they'd rather go up against. They probably don't want to go up against Brooklyn. Definitely not. Obviously, because <laughs> Brooklyn and Cleveland right now, they would face off. So that would be a very mm. – or wait, hold on. Is that how the play or, or is that how the playing tournament works? Does it go seven eight play and nine ten play or seven ten play and eight nine play? I'm not too I don't sure. Know. I don't I, f- I forget how it was last year. Yeah, I forget how it was last year too. But if uh, if that's the way, then that it would go seven eight. It would be Cleveland, Brooklyn, Atlanta, Charlotte. I don't. I'm not sure if that's how it goes. Though. I don't remember from last year. Gotcha, gotcha. So, but, but they're still they're still in that playing tournament, and their best hope is probably to play Charlotte. Yeah, and honestly, I think they can get the job done against Charlotte, Sean. Yeah, I think they're better. I think they're, I think a, better they're a better team than Charlotte. I mean, Atlanta's not the same team they were last year. They weren't that Cinderella team. Yeah, I mean, maybe they could be again this year. You never know. Never, you never know. Yeah, still could be up. Oh, Trey always has tricks. So yeah, maybe Atlanta um, just has. They just haven't been playing that good this year. So I just. Don't know if they're going to have another Cinderella run like they did last year. I agree, Sean. Ice Trey's definitely got ice in the veins. So let's go over another game that popped off last night. Uh, the Utah Jazz played the Oklahoma City Thunder. They beat the Oklahoma City Thunder 137-101. to Wow. One by 36. 36 even, points. Not, yeah. even, not even a challenge for the Utah Jazz. O- Oklahoma City doesn't even have anybody playing right now. Yeah, had a little no, brain fart there. I was looking at the score, and I was like, dang, yeah. they won by that much? <laughs> no way that the Jazz should even – no way that OKC should even come close to the Jazz. Yeah, no way. So, huge night from Rudy Gobert. He had 20 points, 10 rebounds, had a double-double. And their leading scorer last night for Utah, my guy, Bajan Bogdanovich, he's huge, man. Huge piece. I told you he was going to be mm-hmm. that huge offensive piece yep. for Utah when he comes back. He had 27 points and five rebounds. Huge game from last night. Jordan Clarkson also had 18, and he had 10 assists. Look, look, look at the little wizard, man. Yeah. 10 assists. Jordan Clarkson usually doesn't pass the ball like that, man. He's usually like just their spot-up shooter, man. 15 and 11 off the bench for Whiteside, too. Yeah, good game, man. Good game for Utah. All-around great game for every single player on Utah. Yeah, so I just wanted to go over to the Oklahoma City Thunder's end. So this guy, Jalen Horde. Had 23 points, five rebounds, and three assists. So he was their leading scorer for Oklahoma City last night. Big to game. To be honest, dude, I never heard of him. I know, never, never heard of him either, him. dude. Yeah. And then from Jeremiah Robinson Earl, it was a big game. He had Big Nova guy. Yeah, big Nova guy. Shout him out. Uh, he had 18 points, two rebounds. So he was their second leading scorer last night. Oh, wait, I'm lying. I'm lying. Sorry about that. Uh, Roby also tied with him with 18 points. So, uh, Big contributes from both of, their, both of them guys last night from the Oklahoma City Thunders end, but ultimately Utah got it done, Sean. Yeah, and speaking of Villanova, I just wanted to give a big congrats to them. They fell short in the Final Four, but congrats to making another Final Four appearance. Great coaching and great effort by all of them. They all should be proud for what they left out on the floor. For sure, I completely agree, Sean. Big shout-out to those guys over at Nova. You guys did a tremendous, an amazing job. Man, and great coaching staff from Jay Wright, and those guys really left their hearts on the floor. Yep. But, OKC, no challenge to the Utah Jazz. Yeah, no Utah, challenge, dude. U- Utah is just way too good of a team. to, And OKC has nobody playing, so Utah obviously got this done easy. Yeah, absolutely, Sean. So another game that popped off last night, Dallas Mavericks played the Detroit Pistons. The Dallas Mavericks won 131-113. to 
you obviously know where I'm leaning. You know, I I took Dallas into this game anyway, playing the banged up Detroit Pistons. Like they still got Jeremy Grant out, right? Yeah, no, no, he's, he's a, done for the season. Yeah, he's done for the Eno- season. So Eno- another team that just doesn't come close to another great team like yeah, Dallas. They're still in rebuilding mode, and yeah, Dallas is experienced, and Dallas has got Luka Magic. You know what I mean? Big game from him, a double double. Dude, Two add rebounds. him in the MVP conversation. He's man. up there, man. He's, I mean, obviously he's, he's not his way up man. in there. He's not beat my man Joel Embiid, but yeah, he can't beat. Put him beast. up there, though. Yeah, definitely put him, him up some there. Credit. Luka Magic. Yeah, give him credit where credit is due. So he had 26 points, 14 rebounds, and he was two rebounds shy of a triple double. Huge game from Luka Magic. Another Nova Cat, Jalen Brunson, 24 points, six he's rebounds, and three off, assists. Man. Dude, he has been a huge piece for Dallas yeah. Mavericks. Dude, he has been such a huge piece on the offensive end. Such a huge piece. Dude, and when Luka's out, like, he contributes big time, man. Jalen Brunson has been that guy. And he's been getting Villanova, so much playing man. time. Yeah. Go to Villanova if you want to be good at basketball. <laughs> Villanova puts out them studs, man. So, And then over at the Detroit Pistons end, big night from the rookie, Cade Cunningham. He was their leading scorer. He had 25 points, 7 rebounds, and 9 assists. He was 1 assist shy of that double-double. Is he your rookie of the year? He's dude, been he's been stepping it up, man. Dude, he really has. Dude, he's been be- stepping it up tremendously. It's between it's between Cunningham or Mobley, I believe. Cunningham, between Mobley. those yeah, two, definitely, definitely up in the air. Definitely two, between yeah. those two. I, right now, I might be leaning more towards Cunningham. I know I said in previous episodes it was going to be Mobley, but dude, Cunningham's been really stepping it up, man. He really has. I think the recent ladder had Mobley at one. Mobley at one, but- yeah. Never know. I mean, they I know Cleveland Yo- is the better team too. You know, what still I mean? got so. Jokic at number one for MVP. I mean, come on, let's switch that come NBA. On. What are you MVP doing? Just analytics. Forty-four like, the other night. Come, come on, on guys. The Atlanta a- analytics. Come on, you you got to put in Beast at number one. What else does the guy have to do? He said it in a report. What else does he have to do? The man drops forty-three points and has thirteen to fourteen rebounds. Man, the guy is the MVP this year. MVP in Beast. Nobody has been playing better. I don't understand. You guys got to put him in a number one spot so before i get off track talking about a beast because you know you always can go down that train uh big game from stewart he had 19 points isaiah stewart he had 19 points 14 rebounds he had that double double huge game uh on detroit pistons end so ultimately dallas got it done like i said their experience they're just a way better team than the banged up pistons you know they're missing jeremy grant detroit pistons are still in rebuilding mode you know you know where i was leaning more towards this i know dallas mavericks are going to pull out a dub last night sean yeah he's dallas is easily the better team yeah so another game that happened last night we had the brooklyn nets playing the new york knicks you know what a game what a game what a game what a game though but you know where i was leaning towards this one i'm taking brooklyn the knicks are still trying to figure it out but on the knicks end Big game from KD. He had a triple dub. He had 32 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists. What a way to contribute for Brooklyn. Huge night from Kyrie Irving. He had 24 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. He also had 3 steals. So, good night from KD and Kyrie Irving. Big night from your stars last night for Brooklyn. Yeah, the Knicks are one of the biggest disgraces between them and the Lakers. And the Lakers. the big biggest yeah. disgraces in the nba a 21 point deficit <laughs> that the knicks blew last night against the the brooklyn nets yeah they tend to do that the brooklyn nets are a good team they're not that good of a team that you lose they, you lose a 20 it's like the sixers and they when they lose these these leads yeah like when we lost against detroit what exa- was that yeah <laughs> exactly like they lose yeah. these leads good teams should not lose leads like this i mean new york obviously not a great team they they're just a disgrace like you're 
a 21 point lead at Madison Square Garden and you lose it. Yeah, at Madison Square Garden. And they also had I know they they brought it back to the classics. Uh they they had on the on the picture last night for the TV. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Yeah, they televised it as the classics. Yeah, that was like, pretty awesome. Man. Yeah, that was awesome, man. To see it black and white, like that was that was nice, man. I also saw um, it was an ESPN game last night, so they had Stephen A. Smith on yesterday. Yeah, and they they brought it to halftime, and he was like, or somebody or one of the people said, uh, "How do you feel about this lead or something?" And they were like, "I don't like it." They're like, "It's a New York Knicks. It's a twenty-one point lead." <laughs> They're going to blow it. They're going to blow and it. And they yeah. ended up blowing it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that's what they tend to do. And I just wanted to go over to some of the guys who stepped up on the New York Knicks. And Alec Burks, he had 24 points, four rebounds, one assist, and a steal. And then the face of New York that we have been saying in previous episodes on the podcast, R.J. Barrett, he had 23.7 rebounds, seven assists. Huge game from R.J. and Alec Burks on the New York Knicks end. I didn't even realize Randall didn't play. Yeah, Randall didn't play, yeah. He Still, though, you don't play. blow a 21-point lead. I don't care if you have Randall or not. <laughs> so let's go over to another game that happened last night who's been really stepping it up in the Eastern Conference, the Boston Celtics. As oh, much yeah. as I don't want them to give them credit, yeah, they right. deserve credit you, you where credit give is them cre- Yeah, you got to give them credit where credit is They have been that. stepping up tremendously on the defensive end and on the offensive end. They're really figuring out as far as sharing the rock between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Can't forget about Marcus Smart. You know, he's a huge contributor when he's on. So let's go over to some of the big pieces that popped off for them last How night. Oh, Horford. Yeah, Horford. I was just looking at that. Yeah, he had 17 points, 17 10, 10 rebounds, yeah. two assists, two steals, and a block. El Horford, big L. What are you doing, dude, the, man? Dude, the two big guys, Horford and Tice. Yeah, Horford and Tice. Tice yeah. had, had, had a night. Yeah, had Tice a nice had 15, game. yeah. Yeah. So their leading scorer on Boston's end was Jalen Brown. He had mm-hmm. 25 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and four steals, and a block. Dang. He's, yeah, he's like that. Yeah, he is like that. And then Jason Tatum. The smooth criminal. He had 16 points, 10 rebounds, not that double-double. He was two assists shy of a triple-double. He had eight assists. He also had two steals and a block. A little shaky from the field, though. A little shaky, a little shaky. Five yeah. for 18. He usually is. He usually shoots a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, he, he tends to go off and contribute for the Boston Celtics every game. So let's go over to the Chicago Bulls statistics. Not anybody really that stepped up, honestly. Yeah, DeRozan, man. 16, I guess. DeRo- yeah, DeRozan was our leading scorer, I guess. Yeah, 16 points, two rebounds, five assists, two steals. Yeah, Vucevic, Le- 13. Your guy, Zach Levine, man, only had seven, seven points. points what, over what's five. up with that? Two for nine. Dude, he hasn't been playing good, honestly. In a little slump, man? Yeah, he hasn't been playing good. And then you had Vucevic with 13 points, seven rebounds, one assist, and one steal. I mean, nice game from Vucevic, but come on, man. Zach Levine's still in that slump. DeMar DeRozan being your leading scorer only with 16. I mean, DeMar DeRozan's been stepping up all year, so you can't, you know, cut that guy any slack from last night's performance. And getting blown out by the Boston Celtics. By Boston Celtics, yeah. yeah. So another game that popped off last night in the NBA, the Phoenix Suns played the Los Angeles Clippers. You what already game know. That was. What a game that what was. What a game. You already know I'm leaning towards this one, Sean. This team has to look like the best team in the league right now, man. I mean, they do. I'm, I'm, I mean, they're they're playing so well, man. And they got their boy Chris Paul back. I don't think I don't think he played last night. They didn't play last night. Yeah. That could be a huge reason why they didn't get the win last night. Four point loss or four point loss for them. Yeah, they did night. lose yeah. to LA. Yeah, but they yeah. they still are playing like you know the best team in the league, man. But you know, huge night. No Booker last night either. Yeah, no Booker. Yeah. Yeah, so huge night from Cameron Payne. Or Aiden. Yeah, <laughs> that's or Aiden. A, that's, yeah, why that, that's why they got the loss. Yeah, that's yeah I'm looking at this lost, now. Yeah. yeah. 
So, huge night from Wayne Wright. He had 20 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, and 3 steals. Nice game. And then huge night for Cameron Payne. He had the starting point guard spot last night with Chris Paul being out. He had 13 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists, and a steal. So, you know, they didn't have enough firepower last night. But, dude, still a close game against, you know, the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, solid game from Norman Bell. He had 24. Paul George, he's back. He had 19, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. Um, yeah, with Phoenix not having any of their star players, I mean, three of their top guys out, they're not going to get it done. Yeah. Great effort by Phoenix, though. I mean, this is what I'm, this is what I was saying, like, earlier in the podcast. Like, Phoenix, even if they have their players out, they still play good. I mean, they only lost by four to L.A. I mean, they got Paul George back. They still don't have Kawhi. But this is what I mean. They play so good without their stars. Dude, and you have to give credit where credit is due. I think it's a huge contributor having a nice coaching staff, having Monty Williams. He's a great great coach, coach, man. He is such a good coach. Coach of the year. Yeah, and he he coaches the young guys so well, man. And they, you know, put him on his back. They believe every word he says that comes out of that man's mouth, man. Monty Williams, I mean, he, I, I love him, man. He's one of my favorite coaches in the league right now. He really is. I saw something that popped up the other day. It was, um, who was Chris Paul's best teammate or something? Who was like, who Chris Paul's best? best teammate? Dude, I think it might be Booker. I think Booker's the one that fits with him the most. I mean, he had Harden. I don't think they fit that well. Yeah. Him and Blake, they were good, but they had like a trio there. It yeah, they had a little really trio like... with DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I think Booker uh, could be Chris Paul's best teammate. Yeah, I'm going to take Booker on this one. Yeah, he's he's so young with a ton of potential. I think Chris Paul just knows how to set him up, and he knows his role, you know, being at the age that he is, and he's still playing phenomenal. First season together, went to the NBA Finals. Yeah, couldn't went to get the NBA done, Finals. <laughs> but also 63 wins already this year. I Dude, mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They are playing like the best team in the league they, right now, man. They easily are the best team in the league, and if the Sixers were to make the Finals, this is the team that I want to avoid. Yeah, dude. I don't want to play we were, Phoenix. We were looking at the score last night against LA. They only lost by four exactly. points with three of their top stars exactly. being out. Like in LA too. In not LA. even in Phoenix. Yeah, like 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 dude, like you're getting that close, you know, even with your three stars out, man, that's 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 telling you something. Like they're playing like the best team in the league, because to me they are. I mean, obviously I want to see our Sixers go all the way, but whew, Phoenix is Phoenix is up there, man. They're playing so good. They're a solid team. They're a solid team. All right, let's make our picks for the night. Picks for the night? Okay, so you already know what we're leaning towards towards on this one. I don't know. We got the 76ers versus Toronto. I know OG Ananobi is out, you were saying, right? Yeah, Matisse Diable also Matisse out. I mean, out. we found out who that mystery player is. They were saying that um, there were certain players that couldn't play if they played Toronto in uh, the playoff series. Yeah, and that's Matisse, Matisse, obviously, is the guy that's not vaccinated and cannot play. So, having losing Matisse if we play Toronto in the first round is going to be really tough. You can guard your best player. Yeah, for sure. For but sure. I still believe that we can get it done against the Raptors. Yeah, I, th- I think we can. You know, the 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 records are kind of close. Raptors are 46-33 and 33 or 49-30. and 30. Obviously, we're up. I think, you know, we can, we can get it done against the Raptors. And I think, honestly, we get it done tonight. Yeah, I think that the Sixers take the win tonight as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a huge game from Joel and Beast. I'm going to say he drops... 38 tonight. 38? Drops 38. He's coming for the MVP, dude. He's coming for the MVP. He he wants it. Yeah, ready? 38 points, 13 rebounds. I'm going to say six assists, and he has two steals and two blocks. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going for a stat line tonight. All right, another game we got tonight is the Charlotte Hornets and the Orlando Magic. 
Okay, okay. So Charlotte is a 13-point favorite in this game. Obviously. Yeah. I'm going to take I mean, Charlotte in this records game. just tell the story. I mean, yeah, Magic Orlando's is, is not a team. Yeah, Orlando's 21-59. They're still trying to figure it out. They're still a rebuilding mood. They got a ton of young talent. You know, Charlotte's kind of on the same kind of on the same uh record too. You know, they have a ton Speci- of, especially yeah. having Wagner out, Carter Jr., Cole Anthony. Oh, wow. Wow, I didn't know they had all Gordon Hayward's day-to-day. He might wow. play. Yeah, so I'm going to take Charlotte on this one. Yeah, I'm you definitely know, taking Records Charlotte. just tell the tale of the story. I'm taking Charlotte on this one. All right, great TNT matchup tonight. I see it. Boston <laughs> Celtics versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Woo! The Bucks are six-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. The Bucks, yeah, because they're experienced. They've been there. They've been they have done that, you know. Somebody has to slow the Boston Celtics down. It's gonna be the. It's Milwaukee going to be the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, I'm somebody's got to slow them game. down. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bucks. Yeah, we want the Bucks to beat the Celtics in this Easily, game. Yeah, we do, yeah, because yeah. Celtics are 50 and 30 right now in their record. So, Bucks are a game behind them. So if they get the win, they're yeah they're gonna be ahead because Celtics yeah would have a loss. Sixers you know. be ahead too. Yeah, yeah, true, true, yeah, yeah. So, all, all fighting for that that first yeah, seed, yeah. that 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 Eastern Conference. It's going to be a tight race, a couple games remaining. Yeah, dude, how is Miami still winning? Dude, I don't know. I mean, Miami's, I don't know. I don't think that they're going to go anywhere. They're play. not. They're, they might get eliminated first. They, they might play the Nets the first round. Yeah, get they, they played in the Nets. They, they're, dude, probably, they're, they're probably done. I don't think they're a good team at all, honestly. Neither do I, dude. I, I don't know. I don't believe in them at all. They're, 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 I told you, they're that sleeper team that they are. is not good. Yeah, you said that on a previous yeah, yeah, episode. That they're good the They're good in the season, but they're going to choke in the playoffs. Yeah. They might lose first round. You never know. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Sean. All right. Somebody who officially clinched a playing spot <laughs> the other day, <laughs> Sacramento <laughs> the San, Antonio San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio Spurs against the Minnesota Timberwolves. San Antonio Spurs clinched a playing tournament. With the Los Angeles Way Lakers. Way to go, guys. With the Los Angeles Lakers being eliminated the other night. <laughs> I'm Dude. taking the Minnesota Timberwolves in this game, though. Taking Timberwolves? Taking backing Timberwolves. up Cat? Okay. Yeah. okay. They're at home. Backing um, up D'Lo. Is, is DeJounte Murray back yet or no? I am not sure. That is a good he's question. No, he's he is out. out. Yeah, so I'm going to take the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. I- you know, you know where I would be leaning with this one if my boy Dejounte Murray was playing. Like I said on previous episodes, fair player in the league. He is a young cat with a ton of potential. I love him, but yeah, I'm gonna take Minnesota on this one. I mean, you know, huge piece not having Dejounte Murray play tonight. You know, but uh, yeah, huge shout out to the San Antonio Spurs. Good way to get them in the playoffs. Uh, Greg Pop and good way to contribute. Uh, Dejounte Murray, Kelvin Johnson, Jakob Pertle. I mean, guys who've really been stepping up. I mean, shout out to you guys. All right, so we got another team that clinched a play-in spot the other night. The New Orleans Pelicans against the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, so... I'm obviously leaning. Trailblazers have nobody playing. Yeah. Going New Orleans, easy money on this. Yeah, easy money. You got to give it to the Pelicans, man. I'm I'm, I'm leaning towards, towards your option on this one. I'm leaning towards the Pelicans. They're going to get it done. Trailblazers really have nobody, man. And records kind of tell the... The tale of the story. I mean, Trailblazers are twenty-seven and fifty-two. Pelicans are thirty-five and forty-four. They're better than Trailblazers. Dude, I never thought I would see that the Pelicans are seventeen-point favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Dude, man. It's like <laughs> that's nuts. I know, I know. Another game that is popping off tonight. We got the Memphis Grizzlies versus Denver Nuggets. Oh. What are you leaning towards on this one, Sean? Memphis? Uh, e- mm, oh wait, I forgot. Jaws not playing. Jaws he's not still, playing. He's still out. He's still out. But. I saw it was like twenty one and two that Memphis is without Yeah, I saw that. Without, without John Morant. Yeah. 
They're in Denver. Um, Denver's a favorite in this game. I'm. Let me see who's on the injury report for this. If the Grizzlies have Desmond Bean, they playing, do. They do. Okay, so I think I might. I'm I think gonna, the Grizzlies get a dunk. I'm going to take the Nuggets in this. You're going to take the Nuggets. Think, okay, play it safe. I think the Nuggets. Yeah, I'm okay. going to take the Nuggets in this one. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the Grizzlies on this one. I think they're going to. I don't think they're going to win by a lot. I think it's going to be a nail biter game. It's going to be a gritty game. I think they probably win by at least like four points. I would say the Nuggets win by four points or something like that. It's okay. Gonna, one of them is going to be. It's going to be a tight game. That's yeah, all you know. Tough, gritty game. Yeah, I got you. But this next game, easy. I mean, easy money. Easy money. Golden State <laughs> versus the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't even want to talk about the Lakers. The disgraceful swipe, Lakers. Swipe them to the side. I'm taking Golden State <laughs> easy in this game. So like the to the side, man. That is a disgrace. I feel so bad for the criticism that Russell Westbrook has been receiving, though, man. I mean, he's really been stepping it up. I mean. He, he really has like the past couple of games, but I feel like dude, the Lakers just aren't a fit for Russell Westbrook. It's easy. They really aren't. They really aren't. And I mean, Anthony were, Davis is made out of glass, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, ha, ha, there was a there was a question the other day that it was like, I think somebody asked Russ, it was, does he want to come back to the Lakers? He said that's the plan. Deep down inside, I know it's not the plan. I know he's not gonna. He doesn't want to come back to the Lakers. I'm not sure anybody really wants to go back to the Lakers. <laughs> I think LeBron wants out. LeBron, you want to come to Philly, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, we'll take you, LeBron. You want to come to Philly. But, dude, I mean, it sucks because LeBron was playing outstanding this year. He's been stepping it up tremendous. Yeah, on, great season on the offensive LeBron, end. Yeah. yeah, great season for LeBron. It sucks not going to have him in the playoffs, man. But they just they, they couldn't get it done. They couldn't figure it out. And I don't know. I feel like Russell Westbrook got a little too much criticism. I mean, I know he's been in a slump. And he really hasn't been playing to his full potential. But you also got to give him time. I mean, he's still gluing with the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, he's a new new guy for you. Yeah, so. new guy. Yeah, first year. And, you know, they got a bunch of, like, old vets on the team. So you got to think, like, they know their role. They've been there before. So, obviously, like, they're going to want a piece of the ball, too. So it's they're still gelling as a team. They're, it's going to take some time. And I don't know how much Anthony Davis can be dependable in the future because the dude's just made a gla- glass. You're going to yeah. have to take injuries they're, into consideration yeah, if you're LeBron. Gonna, yeah, they're going to have to take into consideration if they're going to want to trade this guy or not. Maybe. Yeah, you're going to have to do something. You the, could you could get somebody solid back for him. You can, yeah. Easy. I mean, you know, he, he's going to be worth a lot. You know, if teams take that if teams If they take, take the that risk. risk. Yeah. yeah, if they take that risk. That's, that's I mean, the but question. But to be fair, it was the same risk that the Sixers and the Nets both took. I mean, Harden and Simmons, it was the same thing. True, true, true. You didn't know Ben Simmons was going to play. He's still not playing. He's out throughout the play-in tournament and the regular season. So that guy. Let's see if we'll play in the playoffs. You that never guy. know. I, I mean, I, if they I can make it out of the playoffs. Yeah, I can't stand that guy. I I'm I'm so glad we got rid of him, man. Um, but the Lakers, they're just I just I just don't understand what went wrong with them. Really, I mean, they just can't figure it out. Yeah, I mean, they if they made the playoffs, they probably would have been first round exits anyway. Probably would have played Phoenix. Nobody in the Western Conference, I don't think, is beating Phoenix. Do you- I think the only possible team that has a chance is a healthy Golden State Warriors team. I got you. I got you. So I'm going to pop this question to you real quick, Sean. So how do you think about Frank Vogel? Do you think coaching plays a big part on the Lakers trying to figure it out, or do you think it's just the players and health? Um, It's definitely both. Easy. I think Frank Vogel, I saw a report that he's not returning next season. I think yeah. they both... I think he's frustrated. They both come to an agreement that they just don't want to uh, be together, uh, the Lakers and Frank Vogel. So I think coaching does... Coaching obviously is a big a big part of it. It's also the players, though. The players are playing the game. But the coaches are making the adjustments and um, setting your lineups out there and everything. So obviously a lot goes on coaching, but it's 
it's on both of them. It's on the players and the coaches. Yeah, I completely agree, Sean. So that is going to wrap up our episode for today. This has been Thread the Needle Podcast, Episode 7. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Thank you.